Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Financial Conversation Podcast. I'm Donnell, be your host today. This episode is actually sponsored by Refund Tax Solution and Lovely Financial Services, where we actually still have a full-fledged service that we actually provide financial services where we actually help you with your taxes, help you with your bookkeeping, with your tax strategy sessions, and all the things that you have for your financial services needs. So uh, what you can do is join our mailing list. If you can just type the word join and text it to the word to the number 256-808-2363, you actually be on our, li- our list and be able to get all of our free content and free promotions that we offer in our services. All right. So with that being said, guys, welcome to this episode. This episode is actually talking about the three mistakes small business owners make when they actually started and running their business, right? So as as you know, a lot of people nowadays in the last few years since the pandemic has ventured into the world of entrepreneurship, right? Some people have done it for the very first time. Some people may have done it before, but now because they've been able to be at home, they've been able to learn new skill sets, they've been able to uh, upgrade their, their mindset and just get away from the environment of the nine to five job before. So what happens is these a lot of people, according to the SBA, the statistic for 2021, there's been over 3 million new businesses started in 2021, 3 million, right? So what that means is that a lot of people are jumping into the entrepreneurial space, even in different avenues, right? For us, like a gig economy, when they're actually doing Uber or Lyft, when they're actually selling things online for us have, having shops and be able to have clothing lines, book lines, courses, content, all these type of things, right? But what happens is because we have the same mindset as we did when we was working our nine to five, we don't understand that taxes, even though it's not taken out on the front end, still affects you when you actually following you actually doing your tax returns, right? So one of the things that I see a lot of times for a lot of my clients is they fail to pay themselves a reasonable salary. Right. And what that means, they pay themselves a reasonable salary, meaning that they actually have a third party company that actually sends them a check. They pay the company, sends them a check. And now they're not commingling their funds or doing what's called an owner's draw. And what that means is you just taking money out the account and not being able to issue yourself a valid check. Now, the, the owner's draw is taxed differently and then the actual payroll taxes. Right. So. In order for me to be able to reduce your taxes, you want to make sure you separate yourself from the business, right? Separate you from the business. What that means, it means, hey, you have your own social. The business has its own social. We're separate, right? So if anything happens for the business, I may not be personally liable for that information, for that, right? And we all know, you know, a lot of people do know about, you know, forming different type of entities. Um, but if you don't, there are just four different types of entities that you can have. All right, so we have different tax brackets that we can have and actually being able to set up our business differently, right? So just for instance, if you're just starting out a business, right, you don't need to have it as a corporation right now if you haven't made any money. So what I like to tell my clients to do is actually start off where you are and then scale based on what type of business and entity that you have, right? So for instance, if I'm just starting out and it's just me and I'm selling lemonade, right, I don't need to have a whole corporation to sell lemonade, right, or sell bottles of water or sell you know, candles or whatever. But what I can do is when I actually start making money, right, I know three, six months from now, 
I'm going to start making money. Now I can actually separate myself from my business and be able to actually take advantage of all the deductions and the credits that are allowed for me because I'm actually separating myself from my business. Okay. So what we want to make sure we do is understand what type of entities that we can have. You can have a sole proprietorship. You can have a partnership. You can have a limited liability corporation. You can have an S corporation, meaning it's a corporation with an S status, or you can have a partner uh, uh, C corporation, which is a corporate status. And then you have the other one, which is a nonprofit, right? So you have all these different ones that you actually need to know uh, and have be able to go with your professional in order to actually understand what fits your business, what fits your, your situation, what's beneficial for you and your business based on where you are now. We want to make sure we understand where you're going to be, but we want to make sure we get there and not be able to, to try to get to the end too quickly, right? We want to make sure we settle. I see a lot of people, a lot of times, they already got C corporations and they haven't even made their first their first dollar yet. And that's a lot of money to pay to get that stuff set up when you're actually not knowing exactly how your business will be structured, right? And then being able to understand, okay, well now I know where I'm at in my business. Now I know how what my projections are. I know how to, to asset understand my finances, understand my income and expenses. And now I know what's my key performance indicators, meaning KPIs, meaning what do I need to track on a daily day basis to get me to my goal? If I want to go from here to LA, right? I'm in Atlanta. If I want to go here to LA, I just don't get a ticket and say, I want to go to LA. I mean, I just want to go somewhere, right? I have to understand where, where it is. I understand how to get there, how long it's going to take me to get there, what steps I need to do. If I'm going to fly, I'm going to walk, I'm going to drive, what vehicle I can use to be able to get me to L.A., right? So one of the things that we want to make sure to do is when you're actually understanding the tax code, the tax laws, is the vehicle to be able to use what they want you to use. They want you to use it. If you don't know how to use it, then it's your fault. It's not their fault, Right. And being able to have a professional on your on your side, on your on your team that understands the codes and the things that you don't want to do, that will basically help you in the long run and benefit your business tremendously, right? So, when when that being said, like you know, you're not paying yourself a reasonable salary. You also are commingling funds, right? You have funds that that you're you know you're paying your personal business out. You're paying your business out of that. Um, you're paying your daycare, you're paying your lawn, like you're paying everything out of this one particular account, right? So what I tell a lot of my clients is to be able to separate the businesses, right? You have your personal accounts, you have your business accounts, right? And you may have a, a credit card or two that you can use for business purposes and now have points, rewards, and then be able to get all the benefits uh, of the credit cards to be able to build your business the right way. Okay. And now when a lot of times people have problems with say, I can't get funding and I can't get funding and I can't get funding. Well, a couple of things is the reason why, right? They want to be able to see your property loss. They want to see your balance sheet. They want to see that you are a legitimate business. How long have you been in business? Uh, what your taxes look like? You say you make this amount of money, but the taxes after everything, it says you make a different amount. So what I like to actually talk about is actually being able to understand how to leverage other people's money, how to leverage the tax code to get you where your ultimate goals are, right? So um, that's, the, that's the number two on that, right? So I have a client that's uh, a truck driver, right? And he has uh, owner-operated, he's been driving for years, right? He actually um, pays, oh, maybe I see about $10,000 a year um, in federal taxes and then about another 3000 in state taxes. 
all because his structure is inadequate for what he's trying to do. He has still positioned himself as a sole proprietorship. He's the only one here. Everything is, is paid to him in his personal name. So when you take on that type of liability and that responsibility to have everything in your personal name, now the the, the, the IRS codes is not benefiting you, right? It benefits business owners, investors, um, things like that. So one, in order to for it to benefit you, you got to do what the IRS wants you to do. They want you to set up this business structure. They want you to be able to um, pay, you know, those type of expenses that you have separate from your business. And when you do those things, you can use a bunch of codes, right? One of the things, I, one article I read the other day was um, uh, Donald Trump's ex-wife. Uh, she had passed away a couple of weeks ago. And what happened was he uh, buried her at one of his golf resorts, right? So why would you, why would you say, why would he do that? Why would he bury somebody in a golf resort, right? Like, what, he crazy? No, he's smart, right? The reason why he say he's smart, he said to himself, hey, hey, I don't pay taxes because I'm smart. Well, in New Jersey, where the golf course is at, the state law, state statute says you can avoid um, final expense taxes if you have a cemetery. Well, what's considered a cemetery? Any land that you own and you bury somebody in it. So you can bury somebody in your backyard and you have to avoid the property taxes for that particular situation. Right. So not only did he avoid property taxes, he avoid estate taxes because he owned the company in his name. He avoid federal taxes, state taxes. And he did a trifecta. Right. That was like crazy. Like, why would he do it? He already understand what they want him to do. And he just do it. Now, I also seen another episode that he had two goats on a golf course. Now, why would you do that? Goats on a golf course? I know it's crazy. Right. Another tax strategy. Well, that considers having a farm. Now you have a farm on your golf course, then you avoid you have the tax as a farm. And when you tax as a farm, you have different deductions and expenses that are written off for farm use when you have that particular thing. So he used that one piece of land to avoid federal taxes, state taxes, property taxes. He had, he does a lot of things, right? Final expense taxes and a lot more. So people get mad and say, hey, he's you know, he's abusing the taxes, he's not paying his fair share. Well, what I like to say is he understands the code. He actually invested his time and his resources to help him understand. He got another team around him that knows how can I avoid these particular taxes? Because again, that's the only, that's the biggest expense that we're going to have in our life is you're going to die and he going to pay taxes, right? So those two things come hand in hand. But so now how to mitigate those things is being able to have a structured advisor that understands those type of situations based on what you need and be able to help you set you up a plan before the end of the year. It, it, it's no good at having something that after the end of the year and you're trying to scramble and make something happen. You want to make sure we plan it out for the next six months. What are you going to be doing? What are your income look like? How are we going to avoid things, right? So I've seen another guy, his name is Grant Cardone, right? Grant Cardone was one of the biggest influencers, real estate moguls, period, right? And what he did, right, he actually said he was going to have to pay his account. At the end of the year, it was, um, it was December 26th. His accountant said, hey, you're going to owe about $3 million in your taxes. He said, no, I'm not. What he did was he said, okay, well, I'll tell you what. He called the airline, right, one of the jet airlines and said, hey, I need an airplane. I need, a, I need an airplane before the 31st of this year. He said, we ain't got no airplane. Well, he called his accountant and said, wire, you know, the money to the, to the company, and I need an airplane. And I needed to take it and receive it before the 31st. Well, he wired over $6 million to the company. Say, hey, it's $6 million in your account. I need a plane. Well, what happened? They found him a plane, and he, he got it before the 30th, right? 
So those are some situations that, you know, I know it's for the for a lot of the wealthy individuals, but it's, it's the same concept for us, right? Understanding what we can use, what is the things that we can happen, and be able to be able to structure our business in the same way to reduce our taxes, right? So guys, I hope you enjoyed this segment. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you take some information around. Follow me on all the socials at Donnell Lovely on Instagram, Donnell Lovely on TikTok. Uh, my website is DonnellLovely.com. And if you want to book a call with me, type uh, text the word join 256-808-2363. And we'll see you in the next video. Take care. Peace.